Welcome to Balanced Pixels, a podcast where three friends from different walks of life share their love of video games and how they manage to fit all those pixels into their busy schedules. Hi, I'm Scully. And I'm Grestio Das. And Triz is currently stuck in a traffic jam, so she won't be here with us this time. But we got, I got Grestio Das back. Yeah, yeah. Grestie's here. Oh, <laughs> yes, I, uh, I know the traffic situation. That's no fun. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. Especially when it's like deadlocked like that. That's, Ugh. Just, yeah. you can't even get off the freeway. You're just <laughs> at the mercy of what's going on ahead of you. <laughs> no. Oh, had that happen a lot in California. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I can't imagine that. Not in California. No way. Nah. <laughs> Especially not around LA. Not at all. No, no. <laughs> I never hit traffic in LA when I go out there. It's just, you know, never. Ooh, sailing. It's just an empty road. I don't even know why they have roads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Sarcasm goodness. for anybody that hasn't picked up yeah. on it yet. <laughs> LA traffic is literally the worst I've ever experienced. <laughs> it's so bad. I think it it's... It definitely can com- compete. At, it definitely can compete with uh, New York traffic because I've seen New York traffic. I haven't been yes, in it, but I've yeah. watched it and I've gone, oh, it really is as bad as it is shown in the movies. <laughs> yeah. But at least New York has alternatives. Like most people take mm-hmm. like, you know, the subway. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. I mean, some parts of California has that alternative. We have the, uh, the Amtrak. That's true. Like that. There is. Yeah. But not not too much <laughs> alternatives. Not like New York. At <laughs> least such a bigger area too. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh man, it's just like it, it's a wonder why we don't. So we used to have trolleys. So I know, right? Like I feel like the big cities like ours should have. Well, LA does this, right? They have like the train that kind of goes in the middle of the highway. Is that the M yeah. train? Yeah, that's the part of the Amtrak M- system, I believe. M- yeah uh so like that's that's awesome i think every highway should have that (laughs) and then and like especially out here in in arizona like just put a train in the middle of the highway and then other little (laughs) trains and trolleys off into the streets it'd be perfect yeah yeah but but you know where there's uh, not any trains though egypt ancient egypt yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes ancient egypt (laughs) best segue ever (laughs) so that's right you guys we're finally back on assassin's creed we're almost done it's this and then valhalla right yeah and i think odyssey wait no i think it goes odyssey then valhalla odyssey then Valhalla. yeah good god and then by then the one in was it iraq will be out What's the yeah. new one that's coming out? I can't remember where it's located anymore, but yeah, it'll be out, but we aren't touching that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we are not touching that. We're going to nope. wait like a year. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll move on to other AAA titles. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I feel like after our Assassin's Creed season, we should at least take a week off of recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to breathe. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be nice. Because we're also going to have like, Starfield and City Skylines too, and all these other games coming out towards the end of the year. So we'll have plenty of new oh, yeah. ones to talk about. Definitely, I'm excited to talk about Starfield. I can't wait to get into Me that game too. I cannot wait. <laughs> but I'm also excited to talk about 
Origins because it's one of my favorites. Yay! It's a beautiful like oh, game. I mean, I mean they've so all been really nice, but this one's just like it's it's, it's breathtaking. It's nice. <laughs> I love it's it. Something about ancient Egypt. Yeah, it's it's such a unique history and culture that we don't see in a lot of areas, especially not our own, like Calif like uh, not California, like the United States and the UK. You know, yeah. we don't see a lot of that, you know, stuff. And I mean, they didn't have they didn't have technology like we do today back in ancient Egypt. Yeah. And they built these giant pyramids. So like that is just mind boggling. All of the ingenuity and horrible things that went into building it. But yeah, they are a marvel. <laughs> I was like, I remember learning about that going, oh, oh, that's not that great. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, they, like, oh, okay. I was like, ooh, um, looks cool. Yeah, there, there, there were no unions in ancient Egypt. <laughs> nope. Nope. That I'm aware of, at least. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right, you guys, but let's get into it. So uh, we're going to get the who did what's done first, or as I like to call it. Our butchering names part of the show. And it's Montreal too. It's they're gonna be French Canadian. We're really gonna butcher this, so <laughs> And I did not put any of the pronunciations on any of these, so let's go. <laughs> you know, nine times out of ten I'm like, I'll come back and do it later, and then I never do. Yeah. I see one that I can pronounce. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm just like mm. All right. So uh Assassin's Creed Origins was uh the platforms it was released on were PS4, Windows and Xbox One on October 27th, 2017. Um, that's actually when I started, the same year I started working at Disneyland. Well, at California Adventure, but for Disney. <laughs> Go figure. Wow. Uh, that was a while ago. So um, <laughs> it also came out on Stadia on December 15th on 2020, but I don't think that's there anymore. No. <laughs> Stadia doesn't <laughs> exist. Yes. So it's just an honorable mention. <laughs> point yeah it's, it's gonna be weird when we get to the games where we don't mention it yeah it's it'll be it'll be gone it's weird that there's so much emphasis on stadia but like there's other cloud gaming services like nvidia's that yeah are really, really good <laughs> <laughs> and you're like how come there's no mention of that or xbox yeah, like, cloud gaming <laughs> like, why isn't that mentioned okay <laughs> yeah like these this game's literally on xbox cloud gaming right now like you could play it exactly Oh my goodness. But um, as usual, the developer is uh, Ubisoft Montreal for most of the games. Uh, publisher is Ubisoft. Our directors, we've got two. <laughs> so sorry, you guys. Uh, we have Jean Goodson. Your Gaston? guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it looks like Gaston. Come <laughs> on, Gaston. Um, I have no idea. I'm not yeah. even, even going to try. <laughs> Uh, Jean, beautiful name. Um, let's see. We also have, oh boy, um, Ashraf Ismail. Ashraf Ismail, I think. I think. Again, beautiful names, you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so yeah, those are our directors. Our producer is Martin Schelling. That's probably the only one I'm going to pronounce remotely correct, hopefully. Um, our designer is Eric Fab. Baptist. Baptizat? Baptizat? Baptizat. Eric Baptizat. 
I've never seen that person as a designer before. Let me see what other what other games did they do. I'm just gonna call him Prince Eric. Eric. <laughs> Congratulations, Eric! You're now Prince. At least I know how to pronounce the next one. A programmer. It's Fed Feet. Fed Fed Feet. Oh, Eric was the director of Dead Space as well. Oh my <laughs> god! Got a twisted side. <laughs> Ooh, Eric was the director of Dead Space. Oh, that was a good game too. Oh, he did Valhalla and Black Flag as well. Oh. Oh, Jesus. He did a lot of games. <laughs> but those are the most notable. Oh, my goodness. He was busy because they started this production right after they finished Black Flag. So he went bam, bam. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but yeah, the programmer is Frederic uh, Champ Champons. <laughs> At least I could pronounce his first name. <laughs> I got one. Um... Our artist is Raphael Lacoste, who we've seen before. He's worked on several games in the franchise. Our writer is, oh God, is that, I want to say it's Elaine. Elaine? Elaine? I'm not even going to uh, begin to pronounce yeah. that last name. Uh, Elaine. Elaine Mer Mercia? <laughs> Mercia? Uh, <laughs> I tried. Oh, I'm so sorry. Our composer is... Uh, Sarah, I think that's Schneider, right? Is, or is it Schachner? Schachner? Oh, it might be Schachner. It's like Schachner. Yeah, Sarah Schachner. <laughs> um, okay, got through that. Um, our engine is uh, still the Anvil Next 2.0. Um, oh. The genre changed a little bit from uh, like a stealth game to an action role-playing. So that was, that was different. And then um, it is only a single player. Which is probably good. Sarah's kind of a badass, by the way. Uh, Ooh. She didn't just do video games. She did some some movies, too. Um, Prey. Uh, the Expendables 2. Iron Man 3. Now You See Me 1 and 2. <laughs> like, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And the soundtracks for, the, for those movies were just fire. Really good. <laughs> really good. Oh, my God. <laughs> So she also did Far Cry 3, Need for Speed Run, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So. Damn, girl, get it. <laughs> All right. So uh, I've got a lot of uh, honorable mentions. <laughs> just just a few paragraphs. Of like <laughs> new updates. <laughs> oh no, this girl, is just honorable it. mentions. Oh. The oh, no. changes and improvements is even longer. This is going to be a long episode, guys. Buckle in. Girl, I got to have dinner. We got to. I know. We're going to. Chris is going to get here and I'm going to dip out. <laughs> we, we're going to get through this as fast as we can because I am surviving off of a protein bar right now. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. So uh, honorable mentions. This installment explores uh, the origins of the millennia long conflict between the Hidden Ones which were the forerunners for the Assassin's Brotherhood, and the Order of Ancients, which was the forerunners for the Templar Order, um, which is why we get the name Origins for this game, because it's an origin story. Uh, um, and then we also have, like, you know, a new modern-day character. This one actually has a name compared to the last couple of games where it's just been this, you are this nameless person. And I accidentally activated my fan. <laughs> Sorry, you heard that on the mic. I couldn't hear it. Okay, good. You're okay. <laughs> I, I went to turn my fan and it went, boom, and I was like, ah. Um, okay, back into it. Uh, let's see. Um, Origins development uh, began following the release of Black Flag. Um, 
So that explains why this one was developed by Montreal while Syndicate was developed by Quebec. So you had two different teams working on two different games for the same franchise at the same time. They were busy. <laughs> um, trying to make that Ubisoft money. Oh yeah. They're trying to pop out more games. That's the way to do it. So this team working on Origins consulted uh, Egyptologists and historians extensively to ensure the setting was authentically represented in the game, um, which is something I greatly appreciate. Like we've talked about that before, how I appreciate the history. I really appreciate it for this game because I feel like they did a pretty good job of tying in, you know, the actual history of Egypt into their, you know, fictional storyline. Yeah. It was, it came out very beautiful. Um, let's see. In response to common criticism uh, that the gameplay of the series was getting, uh, you know, they were saying it was getting stale and overly familiar. Uh, Ubisoft decided to reinvent the Assassin's Creed formula with Origins. So whereas previous games were mainly stealth action games, Origins introduces many elements found in role-playing games and an overall overhauled hitbox-based combat system. So they really worked on that uh, combat system a lot. It received a lot of positive reviews from critics, many calling it an improvement over the uh, previous entries and praising the story characters, voice acting, renowned gameplay systems, world design, historical accuracy, accuracy, and the visuals. <laughs> visuals. <laughs> um, however, despite all of this, you know, positivity, the game also drew criticism for its pacing, quest design, and technical issues. Again, you know, since it's something they they were doing something new, you're going to have issues. True. It's still got yeah. a 9 out of 10 on IGN and a 9 out of 10 on Steam. Oh, yeah. Like, That's what I was going to say. Steam. I was like, it's still, it still did really great despite all of that, though. Very good compared to some of the other Assassin's Creed games we've reviewed. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to mention in here is uh, that you could explore 20 tombs, uh, some of which were based on real life locations. And then some of them were just fictional. Um, they had all sorts of like puzzles and booby traps, but none of them really pertained to the storyline. It was just for exploration and loot. But it was still fun to like go into like a tomb. I was like, oh, I'm going into this pyramid. That's so, neat. You definitely yeah. see that in like Valhalla. There's just a lot of like random places to explore, but like you can loot them and you gain experience. And you oh can, yeah, yeah. To which I say to people actually going into real tombs and pyramids. Uh, Don't loot them. Maybe just maybe just play Assassin's Creed Origins. So you get your fix of, you know, exploration and looting. Yes. <laughs> you yes. don't have to go to the real ones and ruin it for everybody. For real. Or bring out that bad, bad juju. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any more bad juju. We, we already got yeah. over the uh, 2020. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's face it, started because Barb took a freaking skull out of a pyramid somewhere. It wasn't in some bat, no. <laughs> Unless, and then they wanted to open... Tomb. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then they wanted to open another sarcophagus. And it was like, no, wait a minute, we already I have a pandemic. That. I remember that, yes. <laughs> like, no. You're going like, to do what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not make it worse. No, no more curses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god. Like, why aren't you people quarantining? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into changes and improvements, my biggest portion of this uh, outline. 
So overall, there are a lot of changes into this installment. As uh, I'd said previously, it didn't rely heavily on stealth like its predecessors did. Um, also, unlike the games before, Origins had no minimap. Instead, it had a compass bar that points the player in the direction of quests and objects of interest, much like Bethesda's games like Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Interesting, oh. but there was still it was there still a map that you could pull up in the menu. I believe there was a map, but you had no little mini map on your okay. your uh, when you're out running around. You had no mini map like before. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was a different improvement. It opened up more of the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I played Valhalla, but I don't think there's a mini map on there either. <laughs> yeah, so. I think they did away with it after that. Let's see. Uh, they also changed the eagle vision for this game. So, Sinu, uh, Bayek's Eagle Companion, functions as our aerial perspective, like Eagle Vision. It would detect and mark enemies, locate treasure chests, crafting resources, and hidden passages. She could also be upgraded later to distract or attack enemies, which I thought was really useful. Um, however, using her does not defog parts of the map. The player would still have to step into the fogged area of the map to defog it. So this one was just a fully open world. You didn't have to like, you know, go and wait to get to a certain part of the storyline to unlock a certain area, which I really enjoyed because it gave me full reign of ancient Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, where was I? So although this game didn't feature the traditional eagle vision, it does have a new animus pulse, uh, but it would only highlight objects, not enemies. As a result, these uh, changes... These changed the viewpoints. They were no longer primarily used to reveal information about an area and its surroundings. Instead, they served as a way to increase the Eagle Vision's detection capacity. Uh, synchronizing a viewpoint also allows the player to fast travel to it, a mechanism that had carried over from previous games. So, Why do just I feel like, like that's in like even the current one. I can't. I need to uh, reopen Valhalla because I can't remember a damn thing. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> I had to watch some videos to remember my playthrough of Origins. Sounds, I was like, oh, yeah, God. It, it sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just like in Black Flag, we have underwater uh, areas we can explore, which introduced a new combat system. So we ha now have an underwater melee system, not combat system that we can use. Um, because Egypt had hostile animals such as crocodiles and was not expecting this hippos. Oh, yeah, I guess it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, yeah. you know, I forget that hippos are wild animals and they're probably prone to attack you before they just let you walk on up to them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very dangerous creatures. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they are uh, on child... the African continent. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> my childhood was very, very misleading with playing Hungry Hungry Hippos. I did yeah. not expect me to be the tiny little ball they were all trying to eat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a whole new perspective to my childhood this game <laughs> yeah yeah the hyacinth the hippo does not exist so yeah <laughs> it's like oh god oh um, so yeah we have an underwater combat system so we can fight you know these crocodiles and hippos that might you know come and attack us uh let's see now being that we're in a new area in this series we do have a couple of new ways of transportation for land we still have our horses but we also see chariots, you know, uh, if anyone ever watched the Prince of Egypt cartoon, you know what an Egyptian chariot looks like, at least <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> I 
watched a lot of weird things in my childhood. <laughs> um, we also have camels because, of course, it's a desert. Uh, for the water, we have the Lucas. And let me, uh, let me give you this link here. Because I know when I say that word, a lot of people are all like, huh? Um, and I will put this link in the show notes as well for those of you who want to see what it looks like. Um, but I'll give you a little explanation. Uh, it's a traditional wooden sail sailing boat used in the Eastern Mediterranean, particularly along the Nile. Um, its rig consists of one or two Latin, yeah, Latin sails. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you can uh, check out that link in the show notes and look at the pictures. <laughs> Wikipedia goes into great depth on what everything is. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know. What the, okay. I didn't know that's what they were called. Those are yeah. such cool looking sh like sailboats too. I know, right? Like the ones in the game aren't as fancy as the ones they have pictured on uh, Wikipedia. But oh. that, uh, that is what they generally look like. <laughs> Very cool. I couldn't find any pictures of it in game. I guess I just didn't look hard enough. <laughs> um, let's see. So quest and leveling. Like in Syndicate, we see a skill tree system for leveling up your character. Um, the crafting system, which I believe we saw a bit in Black Flag and Syndicate, is also back. The biggest change, in my opinion, is they moved away from mission structures in previous games. So they started using quests that you could pick up in the open world, and then you could pursue them at your own leisure without uh, desynchronization. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it gave you like more free reign. You could literally go at your pace. Um, you could also, uh, this is a fun bit of realism. You could also get heat stroke from being in the desert too long. Oh, go just like real life. Uh, just yeah. like home. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure a lot of players thought that was very annoying, <laughs> but I appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, because finally, yeah. that's realistic about what it's like living in a desert. Like, oh god. As like, we yeah, enter no. our I think twenty-sixth day in a row over hundred and ten out here where I live. <laughs> oh my god. We've yeah. been under a heat advisory for almost a week out here, and I'm just like oh, it's been almost a month for us. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's getting below ninety at night now. <laughs> mm -hmm. It finally hit like seventy-five last night, although it was humid. I still opened my uh my window. I was like Give me the cold air. <laughs> I don't care if it's cold swamp air. And for our uh, metric unit Celsius, whatever it is, people, uh, that's 32 degrees at night. Yes. <laughs> for me. Very hot. Oh, and, God. Uh, and about 43 during the day. No, actually hotter than that. Like 45, 46 during the day. Oh, my God. So. Yeah, it gets to that 30 and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. It just when it doesn't cool down at night, it it makes up it sucks. <laughs> oh, I can't. Like I've been having problems. Uh, for those of you who also uh, tune into my my Twitch streams, you know that I've been having problems sleeping lately because it's too hot and I can't sleep when it's hot. Girl, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. yeah, it's just like I couldn't even open my window. It was I was miserable. It's misery. <laughs> anyway, we're going off on a tangent. Uh, We've only got a few more months. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll be fine. I'm ready for autumn already. <laughs> uh, let's see. So our combat system. Um, so as I mentioned before, they, they did a huge overhaul. It's now a hitbox combat system. 
uh, compared to the previous games. There's a new adrenaline gauge that builds up energy during combat, giving the player the ability to either unleash devastating finishing moves on their enemies or make Bayek enter a frenzy, during which he's temporarily faster, stronger, and more resistant to damage. So, wow, that was cool. Um, we also have a variety of weapons to choose from, including swords, bows, heavy weapons, longbows, bombs, and shields. I think we saw shields like previously, briefly in one game, and now they're back. <laughs> um, in total, there are over 150 weapons in the game, ranging from uh, rarities from common to legendary. Uh, they all have pros and cons within the combat system. Some weapons would have specific uh, specific attributes such as a larger chance to deal critical damage or bleed properties. Um, we also have unarmed melee combat just like in Syndicate. Nice. And some extras I wanted to put in here. Alright. <laughs> uh, some of the features that were frequently requested by the fan base were introduced to the game. Players were able to toggle Bayak's hood off and on in the menu screen. And multiple save uh, multiple save files were making their return after having been absent in Unity and Syndicate. Um, players could also fast travel to a particular time of day, which was nice. So tackling missions at night, for example, means that some guards would be asleep, allowing you to sneak through without attracting too much attention. So if you still wanted to do that stealth playthrough, you could still get that by traveling to a different time of day. I thought that was cool. I liked the time travel bit. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely did turn this into more of an like RPG type of oh yeah open open world RPG ish type of game because you kind of have to make all these changes in order for that to oh yeah happen and there was a was cute a little call. thing yeah there was a cute little thing they added in here too even though it's a primarily a single player game it did include some online features to enhance the experience the coolest in my opinion was that sometimes you could find a player uh, a player's corpse. And you could take on a quest to extract revenge. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I would. I thought it was cool. So you would go and hunt down the Templar that killed them, and you'd get revenge for them. So I was like, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> All right. Done with the honorable mentions. That was like, I think, a good 15 minutes of honorable mentions, and we got through it. Yay. <laughs> um, so our setting. Uh, so Origins takes place around... 49 to 43 BC during the decline of the Ptolemaic period. And I did put the pronunciation in there. Good for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in this game, you had more interiors that you could access and explore, such as the uh, Library of Alexandria. Oh, oh okay. for those of you who, uh, who, who love your Egypt uh, history, will know that name. <laughs> <laughs> know that location i was very excited when i when i came across it and i yeah lots of screaming during this franchise <laughs> um so in this one we play as a magi named bayak of C siwa or sia i didn't put the pronunciation of that um and his wife aya magis if you didn't know were an elite egyptian uh paramilitary police force who served and acted as the desert scouts and protectors of areas in the uh, baronic interest throughout the old, middle, and new kingdom periods of Egypt. So, they're, I think uh, 
the best way to describe it would be um, like compare it to, uh, like, I don't know, Texas Rangers, maybe. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Like, uh, or like a sheriff's department, maybe. Kind of like its own little police force. You got a sheriff. They're all sheriffs. Um, yeah, I guess that's the best I can come up with. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so we're playing as uh, this couple as they work to protect the people of Ptolemaic Egypt during a time of widespread upheaval. The Pharaoh Ptolemy the Thirteenth. I actually looked up what the number, the rubble numerals mean, <laughs> so I didn't have to guess. <laughs> um, the pharaoh was struggling to maintain his rule while harboring ambitions of expanding his empire. His sister, the recently deposed Cleopatra, yes, oh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, she begins marshalling loyalist forces to launch a counter counter coup against uh, Ptolemy. Additionally, incursions into the kingdom by the Roman Republic under the command of Julius Caesar led to fears of an imminent invasion. Bayek's role as a Magi brings him and Aya into contact with secret forces manipulating these events uh, into forming the Hidden Ones, the predecessor organization for the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Assassin's Brotherhood. <laughs> I'm so used to saying Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so that is that is the, the setting, generally a deal of what is going on here. And this uh, secret order turns out to be the future order of the Templars. All right, so let's let's uh, get into this story here because we've got a new present-day character, an actual character we're playing as. Aren't you guys excited to have a name again? <laughs> yeah, instead of just this like weird anonymous little peon of. <laughs> yeah, you're just you. It's just you. It's just like, what? you. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, in present we have Leila Hassan, a researcher at Abstergo Entertainment's uh, Historical Research Division. She's tasked along with her friend and co-worker, Dina Giri, Dina Giri uh, with finding and retrieving an artifact in Egypt. Uh, however, she instead finds a tomb containing the, mummified, uh, the mummies of ancient assassins Bayek and Aya hoping to find any relevant information that would secure her a position in the company's animus project, because this girl had ambitions. Uh, she decides to relive both Bayek and Aya's genetic memories using her modified animus without telling her superiors, despite what her uh, friend, you know, is protesting. Like, no, you shouldn't do that, girl. Like, I'm pretty sure she says that the entire game, like, no, you should just stop and come home. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Nah, I think I'll keep going. You know that friend that's like, you're like, that's a bad idea. And they're just like, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'm not friends with those people for very long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those friends like, just like, all right, I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not witnessing anybody's death here. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we jump back into 49 B.C. This one says B-C-E. I think it's just B-C. Uh, Before Christ. Ayo. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what, what does the E stand for? <laughs> I don't know. We just, what does B-C-E mean? Oh, wait, B-C. Oh, here, well, there's a whole article on it. Hold on. Oh. Uh, wait, wait. 
Okay, so BC stands for Before Christ. Okay, AD mm-hmm. stands for Anno Domini, Domini, which is in the year of our Lord. Okay, so after Christ. Okay, uh, CE stands for Common or Current Era, while BCE stands for Before the Common or Current Era. Ah, we just removed Christ from it. I like BCE and CE. Oh, I like BCE. Yes, <laughs> let's go. Strip that Christianity out of that fucking shit. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right. So yeah. So we don't know him. (laughs) Yeah. So B C E is yeah before the common era or current era. Yes. I'm gonna make a note of that. Forever gonna call it B C E. Forever. Yeah. I'm totally. (laughs) And we're not in A D anymore. We're in C E. (laughs) Yep. We are in C E. Let's go. (laughs) C E. Um. All right. So. Bayek, you know, as a Medjai, is in charge of protecting the uh, Siwa o- Oasis. Um, he's abducted along with his son. Oh, God, I don't know how to pronounce his son's name. Girl, yeah, uh, your, your name is, or your guess is just as good Hemu? as mine. <laughs> I think the K is silent. I think it's Hamu. Yeah. A lot of a lot of these Egyptian names, the K's and the P's before are usually silent. Oh, I would love to know how to properly pronounce these names because, yeah, they... Yeah, I, I feel like they're probably really, really like even more beautiful than our French uh, I, developer names. They're so pretty, and I love the spelling of them. I never can yeah. pronounce them right. I have someone it's somewhere not, screaming at me. I know, and it's. I think it's a tough thing too. By the way, it's not that we're not trying. It's that when you go and Google how to pronounce some of these things, there's like 50 different ways that somebody says to pronounce uh, it online, and half of them are robots. So you're yes. like, I don't think that's how you actually say it. Oh, like, yeah. I just need somebody who can speak the language to like say the name to me and let make me repeat it like a couple times. <laughs> oh yeah, because people pronounce things differently in their native, like you know, dialect. Like dialect. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, I was listening to another podcast, um, and they're from Boston, and they say like uh, Appalachia differently, and they're like, oh, you know, it's supposed to be said like this. So this is how people from that area say it, and they're like. Ugh. We grew up saying it like this because I'm yeah. from Austin. It's a different, different accent and dialect. Yeah, it's so. uh, yeah. Appalachia is uh, that's a tough one because there's like Appalachia or Appalachian. I don't know. Like I, I yeah. grew up in the south, the southeast and the northeast, so I got like a mix of both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's different every day. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, I you know again we apologize if we're. We're, but- we're butchering all these beautiful names. <laughs> um, so let's let's jump back into this. So uh, Bayek and his son were abducted by a group of five masked men to an underground vault in the temple of... I know how to pronounce that name. It escapes me right now. Amun? Amun? Ah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to remember how to pronounce it later and I'm going to kick myself in the butt. All right. So... Uh, they, uh, they give Bayek this golden orb and they demand him use it to open the secret vault inside of the temple. Um, his son helps uh, helps him escape, but during a struggle to kill one of the masked men, uh, the guy moves out of the way and his son is standing right behind the guy. So Bayek inadvertently stabs his son in the chest and kills him. Oops. Yep. I hope you guys brought your tissues because there's going to be a lot of uh, lot of crying. They, they came out swinging. In the beginning of this one, stabbing you right in the feels. Uh, so one year later, in uh, 49 BCE, because it goes backwards, not 49, 48 
So it goes from 49 to 48, and then 47, and so on and so forth. Uh, Bayek, you know, being distraught over the loss of his son, has exiled himself from his town in order to track down the five men to take his revenge. He finds the first one, Rudrik, Rudrik the Heron, and, uh, you know, kills him. Um, and then he returns to Sia to kill the local priest, whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce because that is a, oh my God. Um, but they called him the Ibis. So, uh, so he was, that priest was actually torturing uh, the civilians for information to open the vault. So despite having failed trying to open it before, he was still trying to get it open. Uh, and spoiler alert, if you haven't played this game already, you're already, <laughs> you're already spoiling it for yourself. Um, these guys it's been almost 10 years yeah <laughs> these guys are part of the uh future templar order so let's see i gotta keep remembering this is all like before stuff actually formed it's yeah it's the, the origin origin story it. yeah oh who doesn't love a good origin story <laughs> <laughs> um so after he kills the priest uh he heads for alexandria where his wife Aya, has been tracking down another of the masked men uh, they meet up and she reveals that she already killed the vulture and the ram, leaving only one target left, the snake. Uh, she also reveals that she has been working with Apollo Droas. <laughs> We're going to call him Apollo. Apollo. <laughs> yeah. Apollo and Cleopatra to uncover the snake's identity. So they're already working with Cleopatra. Like, yes. Uh, <laughs> She gives Bayek the first hidden, uh, the first hidden blade, like the very first. Uh, Bayek discovers that the snake is a person's name who I shall not try to pronounce. Uh, the royal scribe and tracks him down to a bathhouse. We get to go to an Egyptian bathhouse. How exciting! <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, I should mention that um, this game is rated M for mature because nudity. Oh, though, there's lots of... Yeah. Oh, okay. Lots of bits of every kind everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, Egyptian women didn't wear tops in the desert. It was a desert. They were hot. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of us would not wear tops or bottoms if it was socially acceptable in our deserts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get to this bathhouse. We kill him with the hidden blade at the cost of his own left finger. Uh... So, like, he assassinates him, and it cuts off his finger. Ooh. Yeah. Hence why we see later in the um, in the original Assassin's Creed, Altair doesn't have a, finger, a left finger, the ring finger. Um, and they also mention it in, uh, oh my god, the second Assassin's Creed with Ezio. I was like, Ezio. All I could think was Ezio. <laughs> <laughs> um, they mention it when uh, Leonardo da Vinci tells him, I, you know, I altered the plan so you don't have to lose your finger <laughs> after saying yeah we gotta chop off your finger and he's like just joking i fixed that <laughs> you don't have to chop off your finger anymore <laughs> God. Oh, leonardo da vinci was funny <laughs> yeah apparently he was very he was he was a quite the comedian <laughs> who knew <laughs> i know right <laughs> um so the uh the snake uh had mentioned something about uh, some stuff going on that he wasn't aware of. He's like, ooh, joke's on you, motherfucker, and dies. So, uh, 
Bayek's like, excusez-moi? So he decides to meet up with Apollo and Cleopatra for some answers because he's, you know, he's having doubts now. Cleopatra tells Bayek that she was ousted from the throne by the masked men who called themselves the Order of Ancients, a.k.a. the Future Templars. Um, or did I get that mixed up? Hang on. Gotta scroll up in my notes. Okay, no. Yep, I was right. That is the uh, Future Templars. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I'm getting them mixed up now. <laughs> all right, so uh, they're trying to seek control of all of Egypt by using Ptolemy as their puppet. In addition, there are more members of the Order than the five that Bayek and Aya had already killed. You've got the Scarab, the Hyena, the Lizard, and the Crocodile. Egyptians are big on their, like, animal representation. They are very symbolic. That's probably why I like him so much. Um, and then she also drops the bomb that, oh yeah, uh, that guy you thought was a snake was actually the hippo. <laughs> and she's like, the, the name the snake is actually the whole order. <laughs> I was like, play it. <laughs> oh my god. What? Yeah. Uh, so confronted with this new information, Bayek agrees to become Cleopatra's Magi and assassinate the remaining members of the order. So he goes, he tracks them down, and he kills them all with his, you know, the help of his wife, uh, Aya. And Aya convinces uh, Pame the Great to ally with Cleopatra. So jumping back to the present now, uh, Layla and Diana are attacked by Abstergo's per paramilitary task force, Sigma Team, for failing to check in with the company. So, you know, Layla's like, I'm just going to do this. It's fine. And Diana was like, it's not fine. We're going to get in trouble. Guess what? They got in trouble. They got in trouble. This is why, yep. This is why you don't, you know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, so Layla is able to kill her attackers, but Deanna is captured and presumably executed. So look at all that. Her getting in trouble and not listening to her friend got her friend killed. Yeah, this is why I don't be friends with people like Layla. Yep. <laughs> So uh, Layla swears revenge and returns to the Animus, determined to complete her mission. I don't know how it's going to... Maybe, maybe like, finding the location of the stuff she was supposed to get and then keeping it from the Templars is her form of vengeance. Yeah, I don't think her friend's going to feel great about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> friends would be like, you know, I'd rather be alive, but okay, thanks. Yeah, uh, so, back in the past, Bayek receives a letter from Aya explaining that there are two more members of the Order, the Scorpion and the Jackal. So this list just keeps getting longer and longer. Um, they're members of Ptolemy's Royal Guard, and they're likely the culprits responsible for their son's death. So he finds out that uh, the Jackal... He finds out who the Jackal is. I'm not going to try to pronounce these names. We're just going to skip over the names. Uh, and tracks him down. But it's too late to stop him from assassinating Pame. With no other options, Cleopatra has Bayek, an ally, help her sneak into the palace in order to meet Julius Caesar. Remember how uh, Cleopatra, like, snuck in? I think she was in, like, in a rug or something or a chest. And she pops out like, hey, Julius, take a look at me. And he was like, oh, damn, girl. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how it goes in history, word for word. Word um, for word. <laughs> so, Bayek and Aya help her sneak in. You actually have to carry her inside of a rolled-up rug. <laughs> it's great. 
And then I just roll her out and she, she, you know, she's laying down in that, like, uh, that iconic, uh, 80s dad pose in family photos where the dad's just, like, laying on his side with one leg up and his arm on his hip, like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she rolled out looking like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining people trying to picture this in their head going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. They're like trying to picture Cleopatra do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Cleopatra is, is able to impress Julius Caesar with this, uh, this rolling out on this carpet thing. And she secures his support. Um, Bayek then manages to kill the scorpion, um, but is stopped from killing uh, Septeptius by Caesar. Caesar stops him. He's like, whoa, hold up, dude. Um, and Aya is currently stalking Ptolemy and watches him get eaten by crocodiles as he tries to flee across the Nile. And by the way, like, Ptolemy's a kid. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like probably a teenager at this point. Like, angsty and probably has a whole lot of deformities because, uh, inbreeding. Uh, yeah, inbreeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why they use paintings, not just because cameras didn't exist, but if they did exist, they probably wouldn't use them still. <laughs> you should, you guys should look up uh, pictures of pharaohs based off of their genetic buildup. Oh, <laughs> oh God, there's, there's some. I want, I want to see, I just want to see like European royals, like British royals. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> just like Northern European royal families based on the actual, oh, I'd, <laughs> oh, it's, it's so bad it wasn't a tree it was a saguaro cactus without arms that was the family tree <laughs> oh god oh man so um, now that Ptolemy is dead the civil war has ended Cleopatra takes the throne as pharaoh Septimus becomes an advisor to Caesar and Cleopatra cuts ties with Bayek and Ea, which like rude we fucking helped you bitch all that work you're just gonna be like nah Bye, deuces. Like, I carried you inside of a rug, ma'am. If that is friendship, I don't know what is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that isn't friendship. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Bayek and his supporters realize that Cleopatra and Caesar have now allied themselves with the Order. The Order that they were, you know, hunting down and killing. Um, so now, realizing that well, we fucked up supporting her and regretting his decisions. Bayek gathers all of his allies he has made and decides to form a brotherhood to counter the order in order to defend the free will of the common people. AKA, we now have the Assassin Brotherhood. Uh, Bayek and Ea call, uh, recall the great interest of the order, uh, the great interest the order showed in the tomb of Alexander the Great. Yes, we get to go run around in the tomb of Alexander the Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they go in to investigate. They find a mortally wounded uh, Apollo who warns them that Caesar's lieutenant, the lion, not even going to bother with the name, uh, and the true leader of the order. Uh, so he warns them that he is the true leader of the order, the lion. There we go. Uh, he and Septimus are taken to the orb and Alexander's personal staff of Eden, which I think has made an appearance before. Uh so they, they get there, they take that stuff. There we go. Uh, and now they're heading back to Siwa for the vault. So that vault from the beginning 
we're going back there again. Oh, okay. So we're going back to the, uh, we find the vault already opened by a, oh, hang on. I choked on water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, hang on. I'm joking. <laughs> um, okay. So they, uh, they return to Sia. They find the vault open. Bayek tracks down and confronts uh, the lion, who now bears the activated apple of Eden, also making a comeback. <laughs> uh, but Bayek is able to defeat and kill him, finally avenging his son's death. Yay! Huzzah! Uh, and all celebrated. Yeah. Bayek then returns back to Ea, his wife, who is recruited Marcus Ju- Junius, Brutus, and Brutus. I like just calling him Brutus. <laughs> I know. And Gastius. <laughs> oh God, there's a whole bunch of people. All the people who uh, conspired I, I against Julius Caesar. Cassius. I think Cassius is an easy one to call that one, right? That guy. Yeah, Cassius. Yeah. Yeah. Longius. It's all isses. They're all isses. Yeah. <laughs> the isses. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> put that on a T-shirt. The isses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she recruits them to their cause. Uh, she plans to head to Rome with Brutus and Cassius to assassinate Caesar and Septimus. Uh, so, uh, Brutus. I just want to get like a little like papillon or a tiny teacup chihuahua and call it Brutus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, what a cute dog. That's Brutus. <laughs> oh man. So, all of this, uh, this vengeance and whatnot, uh, they, uh, unfortunately, Bayek and Aya decide to part ways, so they break up. But they did form the, fa- uh, the Assassin's Creed, bro- the Assassin's Brotherhood. I want to call it the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and they both swear to fight from the shadows to protect the world. So they're still like, you know, like, we're not together, we're not a thing, but we're partners. We're partners in this new order. Yeah, I mean, and something good, you know, still came out of it. Very good, you know, we got yeah. the assassins, so. And they stayed friends. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, they just so as custody of the, uh, of the brother, or, well, I keep wanting to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, and this, this moment's, like, really touching. So as they part, Bayek discards his eagle's skull charm, which was a necklace of his son's. Aya picks it up and notices the impression it leaves in the sand. Uh, the icon for their new brotherhood. So that Assassin's Creed oh, icon. Oh, that's where it came from. Yes. It was oh, that's so the, cool. Yeah, I was like, it was the impression from their son's necklace. Uh, like, I still got goosebumps and teary eyes thinking about it. That's so cool. Yeah. I cause I always wonder where that shape came from. Yeah, because I mean, if it weren't for the what happened with their son, this whole order wouldn't have started. Well, yeah, it probably never would have, right? So, yep. So I was like, oh, so it's kind of like a way of honoring their son. Yeah. I was like, oh. Mm. Um, so we're popping back to the present after this. Layla wakes up from the animus to find William Miles, the present day mentor of the Assassin's Brotherhood. Present day. Okay, yeah. I'm like, boy, that's a very Caucasian name for Egypt, but uh, yeah, present day. Okay. <laughs> oh, William Miles. That's, that's Desmond's papa. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds that sounded very familiar yeah it was like miles wait wait a minute yep. <laughs> so uh she finds desmond's dad watching over her uh she accepts william's offer to work for the assassins but stops short of actually joining as a member 
So she's like, yeah, I'll work with you guys. But like as a consultant, <laughs> a free agent. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm going to do some contract work for you guys. I don't want to be an actual employee. <laughs> we'll need to review this uh, every year. <laughs> the first uh, financial quarter. Yes. Um, so they, uh, after they come to this agreement, they, they head off for Alexandria in Rome. A, uh, conf- uh, oh, so we're back in the, back in the oh, past. We're back. we're back. Oh God. Okay. So in Rome, I was like, wait, Aya, uh, that's, that's not Layla. <laughs> so back oh, in, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So back in the past in Rome, Aya confronts Septimus who wields the staff of Eden. She, uh, defeats and kills him and then she infiltrates the theater of Pompeii. Oh yeah. And Pompeii. yeah. And assassinates Caesar with the aid of members of the Roman Senate. Later she meets with Cleopatra and warns her to be a fair ruler or she will return to assassinate her. Like no. <laughs> Cleopatra's like, okay, okay. Um afterwards, uh Bayek and Aya, now calling herself Amunet, such a pretty name. Uh, began recruiting and treating other assassin apprentices as they build the assassins brotherhood in Egypt and Rome, respectively. So, yay! That's, that's that. Huzzah. Yep, that's that's where we leave off, you guys. So that wasn't that wasn't too bad. We got that. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Well, and I feel like this is. I like this direction. Like, there's definitely a shift in how the story is being told because mm-hmm. I feel like. How many times have we tried to go and like tell these or just even like reading through the storyline, right? Just trying to explain it in the past games. It was all over the freaking place and so difficult oh, yeah. to follow along. This was much more like cohesive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and it's, I think not, it was... it's not a knock on anything that we've done in the past. It's just the games were very confusing in the past. <laughs> yes. And I think it's because we were able to just do this at our own pace rather than, okay, we have to jump here. We have to jump there. We have to we do have to this. Go we have here. We have to go that. here. Yeah. yeah. I think you're so, right. Yeah. Everything was so scripted before. This is very much yeah. like key and I think moments. This is, oh, yeah. And I think this is pretty much the predecessor, like the foundation for the newer games on the franchise. So this is like what yeah. they're going to be doing. Oh, 100% going is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I haven't played any linear ones. that much in like... Val, at least in Valhalla, it doesn't jump around as much as it does in the early Assassin's Creed games. Oh yeah. So. And I like that we still get that we get we get to play as a male assassin and a female assassin in this game, which they continued on from Syndicate. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and then they they really improve on that in the later games too. <laughs> yeah. And I really appreciate that they were listening to their fan base because I remember going from having multiple save files. To only having one just concurrent safe file. <laughs> oh my god. Like the old Bethesda days. Yes. You have like, oh my god, a million save files, and you're like, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, being able to be like, okay, I fucked up this chapter. Where was my last save? Okay, back here. I can go back to this. Like, yeah. it isn't just, you know, you fucked up. Oh well, you're going to have to do it again in your play- next playthrough. Like, no, I can go back <laughs> and do it over again. <laughs> Which I did a lot in Origins. <laughs> I need to play it. It's, I like again. It's on Game Pass, and mm-hmm. I, you know, it's on cloud gaming. I should have no excuse, but <laughs> you know, excuses. Oh yeah, I was recovering <laughs> from my thumbs. Okay. Thumb <laughs> oh yes, those thumbs. Yeah. Gotta, you gotta rest those thumbs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, oh man, but yeah. So the that's Assassin's Creed Origin. Um. I don't know what we're doing for next episode because that's that's Triz's 
corner. It's a, it's a Triz one. It'll be, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she has in store for us. So. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> All you guys know is it's it's Trizzle's corner. It's <laughs> <laughs> but after this, I think, or for Assassin's Creed wise, I think it's Odyssey. It is Odyssey, right? That's the Greek one, right? Yes, because uh, Valhalla was the newest one. Yeah, Odyssey. Well, oh my God, okay, what is, so close to yeah, the end. Because Origins got such good reviews. It's stunning. I'm also a sucker for any like game that takes place in the desert because it just looks like home. <laughs> so. Yes, I knew you'd love this one. Yeah, like I, I loved watching the videos on YouTube of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, my, oh, man, Josh is a desert bug. He's going to love this. I know I should I really should play it and I should I should play Odyssey because oh look is that the Acropolis I'm going there this year <laughs> so, <gasps> oh that's right <laughs> ah! <laughs> some undisclosed time this year yeah yep. so at some undisclosed in... time Tris and I will be living through your vacation <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Just expect to see our little icons and all of your little stories. <laughs> I will be posting for sure. Yay! Um, I'll be sure to post some some photos on my Crestiodos account uh, too after after the trip. But, yes. <laughs> um, but during the trip, I'll be posting my personal one. And Odyssey and Origins—they're tied in together, right? Like. Yes. Yeah, so um, there is. I believe there's some DLC where uh, you get a little bit of connections between Origins and Odyssey, and it's the oh, same. I think with uh, with a lot of a lot of the games do that too. And I think it's like you see a lot of um, when when you play through, you get a lot of nod backs to other games as well. Okay. So like um, Syndicate has mentions to Black Flag. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So it's uh, it's really on... interesting. Let's see. On here, Assassin is is oh Odyssey and Origins are both on Game Pass. Oh my gosh! And yeah, there's literally no excuse. I should have been playing both of these games. They're touch enabled too, so you can not just play them on your phone with cloud gaming, but you can play them without a controller on your phone because they have touch controls on the screen. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes. I don't know how that's going to work with all the fancy schmancy uh, stuff you do in these games, but uh, oh yeah, okay. God, I should I should definitely play this. Oh man. Yeah, I definitely if you haven't picked up an Assassin's Creed game yet, if you're new to the franchise, I think Origins is a good place to start if you want to start like, you know, historically new... timeline wise. Because yeah. it's is... like it's the origin and it's yeah. also like the start right, it's the start of like a new era of Assassin's Creed, right? So yeah. or new ish. Kinda, sorta. Yeah, so it's like it doesn't have a whole lot of the previous stuff except for in like the modern time portion of the game, but the uh, the old timey portion of the game. <laughs> uh, the fun you part, let's be yeah. honest, the fun part of the game. <laughs> yeah, you aren't missing anything from it. So like, if you were to pick up uh, Syndicate, you you'd be like, okay, who is who is this Kenway guy and stuff like that. Um, yeah, see, this is why I like this one. I like this one so much because of the fact that like. You could just pick it up and it's not a complicated story. Yes. And even in the modern day, like, there's not a whole lot of, like, you know, oh, this person, this person name dropping people from previous games. The only yeah. one you really see is William Miles and he yeah, just, he's like, I'm the head of the one. assassins. Yeah. 
It's like you could, yeah. It's like you could go back and play the other games later and be like, oh, so that's who he is. It's not too big of a you need to have played the other games kind of game. Yes. All right. My homework. Have you played? Have you played Odyssey? I haven't. I've seen my sister play it though, and I really okay. want to play it. Okay. So I've got homework then. I'm gonna. My, I'm determined to play it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At least, at least a good chunk of it to to understand it, but <laughs> and not just watch like hours of youtube videos because that's usually what i end up doing with these it's like oh yeah <laughs> let's find a let's play series that's like 20 parts <laughs> <laughs> like yay yeah some of the let's play commentary is great though so oh i know right oh man yeah i think i think we've covered everything for origins definitely 10 out of 10 would would play this again and you should definitely play it <laughs> yeah you should especially seeing the reviews it got yeah, they did everything right by the sounds of it, making this one. Oh, yeah. Or almost everything right. Yeah. So um, I think it's time for both of us to get some food. Yeah, this is a record <laughs> time, an hour and 10 minutes. Like, I know. What? I think it's like, only because only it was two of us making commentary. Oh, maybe. <laughs> well, and I was like glued yeah. to the to the, the outline as well while you were going through it. Because I'm like, oh, OK, I can understand this. Maybe <laughs> you did great, Scully. <laughs> I'm really surprised we got through it because I got like halfway through the outline and I went, oh my God, this is so long. Well, because it, it looks long. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, very wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. There it is. Yep. <laughs> so. so yeah, we're, we're both going to go get some food and Starving. we will, <laughs> we will see you guys next episode for a Trizzle's Corner. For Trizzle's Corner. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Balance Pixels. Our logo was designed by Grestio Das. Our intro was written by Grestio Das, Scully, and Trizzle. Our intro voiceover was recorded by Kevin Chenard. Our audio editing is done by Scully. Our episodes are outlined by Gressiodas, Scully, and Trizzle. As always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our listeners. We'll see you all next episode!